my dad has a lifetime ban from Yosemite National Park. Whoa. What? From, it's Drug, a lifetime ban? Yeah. Uh, like, is he on a list? <laughs> no. It, this happened in like 1968 or 1969 or something. So, Drug 69. I mean, yeah. Obviously, he's been back several times. Yeah, but know. what? How did he get? It's out? a it's a really long story, but um, it's a great story. He, I think it was in between his junior and senior year of high school. Him and his two best friends wanted to just like camp all summer, basically, and like just travel throughout the state camping. Uh, but, um, none of their parents would, like, let them just do that, because, you know, they were, like, 17 or whatever. Um, so what my dad did was he told his parents that he was getting a job for the summer at Yosemite, wrote up a fake, like you're hired, blah, 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 letter, drove all the way to Yosemite, put it in a mailbox, and then drove back home so it would have the Yosemite, like, Postal Service stamp on it. Shut yeah. up. And then... Oh, my God. Yeah, super crazy. And then his uh, friend Mike that he was with just ran away from home, like, didn't tell his parents where he's going or anything. And then their other friend that they were with was 18 and um, got drafted for Vietnam, but, like, was dodging the draft. No way. Yeah. So, they get to Yosemite, and uh, they're hiking, and um, my dad and his friend Bob, who's the one that um, was dodging the draft, hiked up on top of a a waterfall there I don't know which one it wasn't like a super gnarly one um, and they were like falls. yeah uh, and they were crossing over the uh, river whatever the stream that the waterfall was on over like a log or something and Bob slipped and fell in and went over the falls what? yeah so he dropped over like yeah. down a freaking waterfall yeah my dad said it was like, you know, like 50 feet or something. That's still Yeah, it's still gnarly. really high. Yeah, Maybe crazy. not even that. But still, like to fall and then fall off of a cliff, yeah. that's so, so gnarly. He survives, but he dislocated his shoulder. So they took him to like the National Park like hospital thing there. And because he was dodging the draft, he didn't have any ID on him or anything and wouldn't tell them who he was. So they just like set his shoulder and they're like, you guys gotta go and you can never come back here. They like gave them all lifetime bans. That's crazy. And then in the meantime, because Mike was running away from home, um, they're from Thousand Oaks. And so they had the cops, like the cops were just looking for them. And uh, my mom and dad were dating at the time, and so my mom. Oh, <laughs> nice catch! My mom had to like just lie for them and just be like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on." Blah 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 blah. So they're gone. They ended up being gone for like two weeks, and my mom called my dad, or like he called her or something. She was like, "You guys have to come back. Like, I can't keep doing this. This is getting 
like dealing with cops and stuff is too sketchy so they came back but that's crazy yeah. what an adventure yeah and I was like did you get in trouble for that for like lying to your folks and stuff and he was like uh I think they were so impressed by the extent that I went to <laughs> lie to them that they were just like Alright. <laughs> yeah, to drive to Yosemite yeah. and yeah. put the letter in. That's really smart. I probably wouldn't have even, like, thought about that. Yeah. yeah. My dad has so many crazy... He was pretty wild. So was he pretty lenient on you guys then? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, we like, were getting in trouble and stuff, but growing up, all they wanted us to do was have fun being kids. Mm -hmm. So... Their thing was like, as long as we know like where you're going or what you're doing, and you're not getting arrested or like vandalizing people's property, like yeah. you know, go have fun. But and like we didn't drink or anything when we were in high school, mm -hmm. so they knew we were all we were doing was like skating. Yeah. So where's haircut? Um. I, we never went to like barbers growing up, so my mom would always cut her hair, and it was just like classic bowl cut. Oh, bowl cut. And then like shaved underneath. <clears throat> yeah, totally. Real bad. Oh, love it. There's 90s, one school picture so of me, like second or third grade, where I just have bowl cut like this, shaved underneath, and I'm just like. <laughs> oh dorky, dorky that kid. That bowl cut, like hair was like everyone yeah. had that. I never got a bowl cut. Yeah, I never yeah. did either, but I have curly hair, so yeah, you know, same. Uh, yeah, but I did uh, bleach the tips of oh yeah. of my spiked hair in junior high, and but Is like this your worst haircut. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, um, and my sister did it for me, but. She bleached them, but my hair's so dark, it wasn't like bleach tips. It was like... It was like orange. It was like an orange, like like a dark orange, yeah. you know? And it was so awful. <laughs> and I never and I never would like spike it up because I was lazy. So it was just yeah. like the top of my head was just like orange, orange and then everything. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Oh, man, I've had so many bad hairstyles in my life. What, uh, what do you think is the worst? Shit. <sighs> I had the bleach tips, had a mohawk. I think, like, looking back on it at the time, it was super fucking... Ding, ding. At that time, <laughs> it was super fucking cool. And, like, okay, so when I was in high school, I would just have, like, a bleach spot in my hair. I had dark hair, but I would just bleach, yeah. like, one portion of my hair. Like dude from some 41, right? There's, yeah, I guess. I don't really remember. I remember when that was like the yeah. style. Yeah, and I had like long emo hair that like bangs, and so I'd have one bleach spot and like comb it to where it just like perfectly fit in with the rest of my hair. And a bunch of kids at school like started doing it too. But looking back on it now, I'm like, that was an awful fucking haircut. Or a hairstyle or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I almost like when I dyed my hair pink, I almost considered just putting a little black spot just to kind of like take it back and I was like nah, I can't do it alright well we're all going to bleach uh, the tips of our spiked hair of our dicks Whoa. our dick hair
listeners. Welcome to the listeners. Welcome to the listeners. Welcome to the listeners. Point twenty one gigawatts. Is there a B? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take off your clothes. Uh, so, oh, well, welcome to another week of the Listeners Club. Yes. We're uh, doing this on a Friday, not, we normally do them on Thursdays, but we're doing it Freaky on a Friday. Friday, baby. And it happens to be... St. Patty's Day. It Saint is St. Patty's. Patty's Day. That's my Irish accent. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. That's your... St. <laughs> Patty's Day. <laughs> Just like a old-timey 49er. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't... St. Patty's Day. It doesn't he, sound very Irish. I feel though. like he really likes drinking. Oh yeah, for sure. Everyone and uh, and he <laughs> just got out of the coal mine. Yeah. And it's St. Patrick's Day. You know, he had to work on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so of he's, course. He's like really hyped on St. So Patrick's Day. So he's like, I'm gonna drink. Yeah. Here's to you, St. Patty. It doesn't. It doesn't sound very Irish to me. <laughs> he's not supposed to be Irish. Oh, he's just excited about <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, Irish Day. Yeah, I was like at, all these people. Yeah. In I was at McCarthy's last night this, this when, when it officially became St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, and they called everyone that was outside smoking into the bar to like do a cheers. And they're like, "Happy St. Patty's Day!" And, like everyone was already fucked up, and uh, it was a long night. And I went home, and I woke up this morning, went into work, and first thing I look at my boss, and I'm like. We might have to go get a green beer. <laughs> and so we walked around town. We went and got coffee. And we like stopped at most of the bars. And we're like, hey, you guys have green beer? And they're like, no. And we're like, fuck it, dude. Let's go to McCarthy's. If they don't have green beer, we'll get a Guinness. And it's just us two, like, stone cold fucking sober. Just standing at this bar at, like, 1030 in the morning. And everybody at this point has already been drinking for three and a half hours? Yeah, everyone started drinking at six, for the most part, that was there. So everyone's fucked up and it's like 2 a.m to them but to us it's obviously 10 30 in the morning yeah yeah and it was just so weird it's bizarre it's, yeah it's, but any excuse to, to go out and get annihilated right yeah, yeah. like e- easter for sure is like a big drinking holiday yeah yeah for me it is. <laughs> yeah. um well uh so we Got an email. This hey, did we? We did get an email. You fucking beggars. Uh, yeah, we're like kind of pathetic. Please about email it. us more. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. We need validation. You could always email us at the love the sounds at gmail.com. So, Riley Jane. Who? Riley Jane Rob mm-hmm. emailed us. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker? What? Oh, because of the three names thing? Yeah, I like mm-hmm. three names. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, and says, uh, Riley says, hey listeners plus special guest now permanent member Joey Baxter. Woo-hoo! Love the podcast. Special shout out. Your freestyle rapping is on point. Thanks for that lie. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shannon Odenthal's one boss ass bitch, that's for sure. When did we talk about. Shannon was, Shannon on was last a guest here, right? No, no she was on the Amanda Bergman one. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because um, Riley works with you. Yeah. I'm putting things together now. That makes sense. Uh, I just have to say, Cold Roses is great, but nothing could top Heartbreaker for me. Sorry, Al. I'm disappointed in her. 
Come Pick Me Up is the ultimate breakup song, you know, in a good way. He just did a guest DJ show on All Songs Considered, and after you're listening to it, I'm convinced that he's a magical being. Didn't you, Alan, say that that, that was really good? Yeah, yeah, it's worth your time. Cool. I haven't listened to it yet, but... I haven't listened to All Songs Considered. Uh, Check it out. Anyhow, thanks cool, for man, doing what you do. Hoo-hoo. We got a fucking hoo-hoo? Okay, now I'm on board with this oh, fucking wow. email thing. Oh, yeah? Right, now I'm really excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Riley, for emailing Thank us. Thank you, Riley. Hoo-hoo, Riley. I had Makes an idea. Feel special. Yeah. We are Listeners Club fan club, uh-huh. instead of be, being called the listeners, uh-huh. should be called the hoo-hoo dudes. The hoo-hoo dudes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Feel free to make an Instagram <laughs> of the What about dudes. the dudettes? Well, yeah. Dude We're is from California, yeah, so we call everything dude. Yeah. There's like there's a meme that I saw online where it's like, you guys ever call girls uh, dudes? Like, I'm from California, so I call everything dude. And this guy uh, responded on it, and he was like, I called my refrigerator dude this morning. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a I, fucking... I've called my mom dude more than I, Oh, more I've than called... Occasion. My, <laughs> dad, my dad would always be like, my name's dad, not dude. Like, all right, dude. Well, that was cool. And then there was also a comment, I think. There was. Daniel says, uh, enjoying listening to you guys from Fresno. Yeah, that's Daniel Baker. It is, yeah. Um, So, hi, Daniel. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah. Like I said, it makes us feel um, good. Validated. (laughs) Validated, yeah. Um, I just feel validated from hanging out with you guys personally. Aww. Too. But it's nice to know that, that also goes exactly the opposite of what I said last week. I can't remember what it was, but it was something like, like, oh, that would make you pathetic. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about being your guys' friend. Oh, so that's really changing, rude. I'm changing really my tune. Flipping the script. I feel great about everything this week. I love you guys. Great friends. I love emails now. We got a hoo-hoo. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Definitely. Right on. Um, I, I'd like to see, uh, I mean, since the emails have opened up so much, <laughs> I'd like to see uh, if you guys are listening to the albums and, and how you guys are listening to the albums, if if there's a certain way you like to listen to the albums, if you are listening to that, yeah, rather than just listening to us talk about it, if you're listening before and then you listen, it, just, I'd like to see Let everybody else's process. at... The, the love, the, the sounds, the dark at gmail.com. Yeah, now you're into it. I I'm like so it, into it. I'm uh, super pumped. into what your friends like. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. I just got into what my new friends old friends yeah. like. <laughs> uh, also, ooh. My bad. Boo! Um, also, if you live in California and you want to be a guest, just email us. Yeah. Yeah. All of California? Any, anywhere gonna... we will travel. No, what you if, have to travel. If, just no, they have to travel. What if they don't live in California and they want to be a guest. Nope. Nope. We they can't have to pay us each 50 bucks. Only Californians. <laughs> It'll cost you $200 if you live outside of California. Out of state fee. It's just like uh-huh. college. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's harder to get in if you don't live here. Because we're schooling you so much. Whoa. Ooh, nice. Getting a higher education. You know what I mean? What's up, Pino? That was so clever, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's coming yeah. up. Amber is yeah, the you color know what I'm of your energy. About. What? Oh, I was just saying Amber is the color of your energy. 
Yeah, yeah oh, we missed 311 Day, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah. We didn't miss it. No, we didn't it. miss it. We, well, we had didn't a miss record it. on it. We had a nice little oh. text conversation. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was. It lasted like all day. I felt yeah. Dude, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard when we started closing up the picture of Peanut. Oh, yeah. Dude, I Dude, lost it when that? you sent that last picture. <laughs> so, so I screen captured... Uh, uh, a video, and then it had it had uh, Peanut in the background, and then the lead singer's name, I, I Nick Hexum. So it was both of them, and then Joey, I think. Joey, did you do it? No, or, I didn't. Who, I didn't join one? in. Alan, Alan was, was just, the first one. Alan, I was enjoying you, oh, yeah. it. He did a close up of Peanut, just like, and so he was just in the picture, and right. then I close, did it a little closer. Yeah, and then I did it, and it was. Completely just just like just, a distorted, it was a blur, and it was just completely blurry. You can't see it, no. <laughs> but you can still see his weird smile on. Dude, the, so we often have these weird text exchanges, and that yeah. day where I found the photo of the guy <laughs> with the chimpanzee, <laughs> did yeah. you show him, Alan? Oh, I changed <laughs> Joey's picture in my phone for like his contact. To just that chimpanzee's name <laughs> on the guy's shoulder. <laughs> we will put. We'll yeah, post, we'll, we'll post, post, we'll post the whole so series of yeah. photos. Yeah. But there's a picture of this guy with a chimpanzee, and we. I like did a progressive shot of it getting closer and closer on their faces. Uh-huh. Which to me, like, I was sitting with Josh, <laughs> Josh Cody and Aaron Lapari, and we were like crying with laughter. <laughs> like it was the funniest thing ever. And then Alan sends back this like super close up shot of this weird chimpanzee hand. It's and he's like so in the picture. Weird. It's so fucking there's weird. There's like an it extra finger. Out. I yeah. feel like there's an it's extra finger. It's not an extra finger. His pinky is like underneath his, <laughs> underneath his ring finger. Is Do weird. chimpanzees wear rings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But his pinky's Cock underneath rings. his ring. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> but yeah, it was fucking strange. Yeah. And we'll I literally yeah. cried of laughter again when Alan sent that just, back. It's like one of those things you don't notice in a picture until you're just like, what? wait, yeah, what? Totally. I didn't see it at all. Uh, I didn't yeah. either. That was the only thing I saw. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome. Alright, well so this week is my pick and Chandy's pick. I pick David Bazan. Big tip big pick, small dick. Of course, you know? right? That's the first What? That's one drink. David what? Bazan. For anybody playing along. Oh yeah, That's yeah. Two. If, you want, if you want to play That's our drinking too low. game. Uh, this so, is gonna be a hard week for you, Lo. Yeah. You get real fucked um, up with us. So if uh, if you want to play a drinking game to this, all you have to do is every time we say David Bazan, that's two drinks. That's three, because Joey said. Oh uh, yeah. Um, then you just take a drink, and then by the end of it, you'll, you'll be, be dead. You'll, you'll be <laughs> You'll be alcohol poisoned. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, Blanco by David Bazan is what I picked. Okay. Four. Um, and uh, I, don't, this I don't think we need to go into why you picked. The, I mean. I'll, just, like, I'll do I'll okay. do a, a, a quick. I picked this because uh, I love David Bazan. Yeah. And can, if okay. you if just you for this week, close it uh-huh. close it just for this week, can we do a ding for every time we say David? Bazan? No, no, because it's David Bazan. No. <laughs> but you can. I'm going to. Um, so I picked this album. If you listen to this podcast, you know that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know that 
Austin and I are really big fans of David Bazan. Ding. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm putting my pants back on. And so I picked this album. Last year, um, I think we did... Winners Never Winners Quit. Never Winners quit. Never Quit. Um, that was a fun one. <laughs> we've we already also did, did Overseas this year. Mm -hmm, we yeah. did uh, Curse Your Branches. The first year. Uh, so, anyway, I picked this one because this came out last year. And yeah. this is uh, a collection of some songs that he was doing for the... Um, monthly. The monthly subscription. Yeah, the monthly thing where he every month he would release two songs. And then uh, at the end of it, he released this album. And they're a little bit different from the actual demos that he... They're heard. substantially different, I think. Yeah. Because um, I bought that, that vinyl set of those records. Oh, you when did? We saw them in Los Osos. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're... They're like a good deal different yeah. from the from the monthly subscription. Right on. I actually don't have those. I've heard all of them because uh, Austin has them. But um, anyway, uh, this was his most recent album up until I think like two weeks ago when he released uh, his new album called Care. Mm -hmm. Care. Uh, which we just listened to. Um, yesterday, just to hear it, we listened to it. Joey couldn't make it, but Austin and Alan and I uh, listened to it, and it's and good. And Max, check it out. Max was here too. Max he Triplett was here. Yeah. Out of you and me. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. guys! <laughs> oh guys! Um, and it's good. You should check out Care. Um, but also, I think that I'll have to listen to it more to really get an understanding of it. Mm -hmm. But for right now, I really love this album, Blanco. Uh, I, it's produced really well i love the sense that 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 they pick for for the album like he has this um like this talent for picking non-cheesy sense and yeah. uh and it just sounds it sounds really good there's a song on this album called trouble with boys that like the first time i heard it i just cried because it's so heavy and it's so like thinking about all of the women in my life and stuff and like how it's like i mean if you listen to the song it's just like it, there's a lot of like truth in it yeah. for a lot of people for sure uh so that was probably my like favorite song on the album but on in a whole i really did uh i really enjoy this album so that's why i picked it sweet yeah this album came out before we went to see him last year right yeah no. Yeah. no. No, it came out it came out like maybe a month after. Okay. But uh, all he, he released some tracks before though, right, right? Yeah. yeah. He played Trouble with Boys when yeah. we saw him in Los Angeles. I remember that. That was that was such a cool night. Yeah, I I wish I wouldn't have beatboxed in front of him, but you know. Yeah, well we all did some things we were ashamed of. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but favorite? when you do that to somebody who I consider like my musical hero. Like hero. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm just like I'm like, it's, it's, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be. Oh, I can't believe I'm. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, I shouldn't have beatboxed in front of David Bazan. And then he yeah. goes, Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> and that, that the way Burn. that I just said that makes it sound like he's a dick. He's he totally some, not a dick. You're gonna need some aloe vera. He was, he was totally awesome. He was and, being a normal person. Yeah, totally. It was like it was really rad. It was um, weird hanging, out, hanging with out with him after the show because it, it oddly felt like we we're just chilling with one of our friends. Mm -hmm. And I remember him holding up like a 
a weed vape pen. Yeah. I mean, like, if anyone wants it, and I don't really smoke weed that often. But it's David Bazan. Yeah, but I was like, there's no fucking way that David Bazan is going to offer me to smoke weed with him. Sorry, ding ding. And uh, I'm going to turn it down. Yeah. So yeah. we ended up like smoking his vape pen. Yeah. And just like, and I, just I, had I still a nerd full, out about it. I just had a full glass of gin. Yep. I, had to, I took it away from I you. Know, I know. Thank you for doing that, yeah. too. I uh, appreciate that. I, I'm pretty sure I just poured it out. <laughs> on, the dri- on the drive home, Chandler, like, I'm pretty... Oh. We have both thought he was passed out. I thought he was. And I was talking sure. to Austin for, like, ten minutes about how Chandler's asleep, and then all of a sudden he just, like, looks at us, and I'm just like, have you been awake this whole time? No, I didn't look at you at first. I just said, I can hear what you guys are saying. Yeah. Like, totally coherent. <laughs> like, I know what you guys are... Uh, it was a little slurred. Okay, well, yeah, in my mind, I, I was totally sober. You know, when you get into the car, you've had a little bit too much to drink, and the motion of the car just makes you go, oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. So if you close your eyes, and then, like, the I was window. just focusing on what you guys were saying in order to make me, like, not get yeah. sick. So, anyway... Anyway, Alan. Yes. What did you think about that? I'm really um, interested in. I wasn't it. at the show. Mm-hmm. I know this so is kind of. So it's sad. like it's turning it. Oh, <laughs> it's turn. It's almost like it's turned into a well, podcast about the show. I know. Well, we've talked about this show for <laughs> so long, and yeah. there's so many good stories from it. Yeah, we, and Alan's so over the stories. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. we've told them like uh, a billion. Yeah, times. I like them. Because they were happy moments for you, you know? Yeah. Things you'll remember for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming into it, we know that you are yeah. not a fan of him. Um, who shall not be named. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I, well, you know, I guess you could say I'm not a fan of him. I really respect him and appreciate him. You guys know that. Um... I have listened to this album a couple times, um, and of his stuff that I've heard, I like it the most. And listening, I haven't listened to it for a couple months now. Um, so listening to it today, uh, I was really stoked on the instrumentation and the uh, compositions of the song Mm -hmm. and the way you arrange them and stuff and yeah like you were saying the synth tones that he gets and like the drum machine tones that he gets and um, like the beats that he's using and everything are super cool and um, on some songs you can just faintly hear like a classical guitar being Mm -hmm. picked I think just because we're talking about like the composition, yeah, and, like the dynamics wise, yeah, really, it's really rad because, like, the hi hat will come in halfway through the first verse, yeah, right? and then the next verse, like, there'll be a shaker or yeah. some or like in the, you know what I mean, like, he just right. gradually brings yeah. in these like it's really dy- yeah. dynamic. I think, I think yeah. that's the way that he has always done. Like yeah. when we were doing Cursor Branches, that was a big part for me mm-hmm. to hear the progression of you know, certain things yeah. coming in and being so clear and you're like, oh, it fits so well yeah. in that spot. Um, and like in Trouble With Boys, um, the drum beat is just... <clears throat> yeah. The whole time. Mm-hmm. And then right before it gets to that bridge at the end or whatever, mm-hmm. 
the drums is cut out yeah. at like a really interesting point too it's not on the beat it's like snare hit and then it's gone yeah and, and then like ambient yeah noise comes in and then he comes in with that you're worthy of love yeah. thing and it, it really it makes, drives home that yeah you're it, worthy it of love. really makes that line so much more impactful so i he's a great songwriter he's a great arranger and composer and producer and all that stuff i think he would be a really awesome dude to like work with on Who? an album db um but double penetration yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a new name for ben Limpick. <laughs> i'm texting him um, sorry to that's but, okay but, um, but I, I feel like you were going to be about like but like he's a great musician and a songwriter yeah no i don't know i think you know i don't know I, we were talking about this yesterday um where i think well, I don't know, I, I'm trying, I've, ever since I've become really good friends with you guys and knowing that you guys are big David Bazan fans. Ding! Um, I think good friends is kind of a, a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> since we've been closer acquaintances, we've been force feeding you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been trying to understand, one, like, why you guys like him so much and two why I'm not there yeah and it's not like I feel like I should like him yeah but um would you say you're almost there I'm almost there I'm almost um, well, there I'm that's almost the there. name of the song that I was trying to right that's sorry, sorry. Mm. it's on the whole EP that you haven't heard uh but yeah I, I, I don't know I don't think there's anything about him that's like preventing me from liking him it's just one of those things where like certain artists uh, affect you and certain ones don't it doesn't mean you dislike them or anything yeah. like you know like that Amanda Bergman album completely destroys me but Austin's like yeah it's, all, it's good but it's um, you know I'm not going to be listening to it all the time I loved it I know? listened to it the entire weekend yeah. after, and Austin was like why are you still listening but to then this? it's something like like that Antlers album or Pine Grove, where the first time you listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, I really dig this. And, uh, you know, it's like the... I think every artist that I listen to um, is like that. that. Like, like, like the first time it hit me in a way. Yeah. And, you know, and so... And I think we we probably had a part to play in the fact that you kind of listen to it with different ears than you would if you just heard him without knowing it was him. Right. Where, you know, we hyped it so much and said... But, I mean, I, re the best I remember ever. listening to Pedro the Lion. Yeah. And just being like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, well, that so, was in the whole uh, vein of... Like the Holy P? To the you know early 2000s yeah genre right and when i listen to it now i'm like i could totally see why people related this to that early two it was completely different for me just being so personalized with it i never equated it with like death cab for cutie right. but going back and listening to both those things i'm like oh i can hear that similar sound of yeah. 
band. Yeah. You right. know, they're not the same band by any means, but yeah, there's a certain sound that came along with that era. Uh, <clears throat> I am slowly losing my interest in. Um, I wouldn't say him as an artist, but it's starting to wear on me a little bit. And it's kind of sad to say, mm-hmm. because I do like it so much, and I do have these times of just just epiphany moments in my life where I'm listening to his lyrics, and it's just blowing my mind how spot on they are to where I'm at. Yeah. And um, I love his musicality, and I think that's what keeps me me going. Um, forward with listening to him I like that he does different things a lot and tries out different sounds yeah yeah that's cool and I think this album just getting to this album I was listening to the monthlies a lot and I really enjoyed how he went about doing that which was releasing you know the song or two songs every every month and you know, selling the little seven inches that came along with that. And I thought that was a really cool way to sell his music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was more expensive than it would be to just buy a full album of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to support him as an artist because... It was like 30 bucks for all four. Yeah. And that's not bad, but, you know, I want to support him because I know he's a struggling musician. Yeah. Trying to support a family. Trying to support a family, yeah. trying to support his life, and just being being so attached to his music I and his art, I guess, he's one person I don't mind shelling out yeah. Yeah. money for, for sure. and supporting because I think he's doing it in a, a very true, um, honest way, and I like that about him. Yeah. Uh, this album sounds a lot different to me than the monthlies and I think that threw me off because I liked the monthlies so much Uh so when we were listening today I tried to get that out of my head and what I really appreciated about it was all the things that you guys already said and I think that had a lot to do with who he worked with on this particular album and that's Yuki Matthews I believe Mm -hmm. Of? Uh, the Shins, I, I think that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And I'm pretty sure that's who he worked with for this for this particular... I could be wrong about that, too. But um, he did a lot of the monthlies with him. And his way of arranging around what the melodies that are going on yeah. just threw me in a different head spot. Mm. And I... I really did. I want to hear him work with more people and just see how he produ- uh how he develops as a producer yeah. because I think he's got a really really good ear for picking points to you know yeah do that kind of stuff and the lyrical <clears throat> subject matter is a lot different than most David Bazan releases. Ding. Uh, not to say that his others aren't personal. But this is like personal on a whole different level. Mm-hmm. It it speaks to his relationship with a real person, not that God isn't a real person, or not that God. You know. Yeah. <coughs> it 
that was weird to say, but um, his his wife. Yeah. I feel like listening through all those things, I just realized how crazy all these songs were about how he feels about loving someone and yeah. going through life with them, and it's the same kind of subject matter of this doubt and this like I don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. I have really fucked up thoughts about these things and I'm going to put them out there Yeah. and you have your stuff that you're dealing with I'm dealing with but somehow we're making it work and I don't know I think it's a really cool I feel so close to him because he's been so honest in the song so yeah, having that be something that I could pay attention to is really cool yeah, I, it's funny that you say like that you feel close to him um, because I feel like there when we went and saw him in Los Osos, um, that talking to him like there was I was like these like yin and yang thing like where it's like I have like I I look up to this dude so much and like his songwriting and so reason one of the reasons why I started writing original music. And then at the same time, I feel like I know this dude, you know. So like I feel like close, like yeah. you know what I mean. But I don't. But the dude doesn't know me, and I don't know him. He's a stranger, you know. Yeah. And but like so there, it's almost like uh, it was like um, competing feelings, you know, um, which I think is uh, it's a weird feeling. It's a different feeling, you know. And, it's a really weird feeling, and I'm having trouble vocalizing just how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, but do, does that make like? Would you kind of feel like when we would you do you kind of do you understand what I'm saying? And slash, do you feel the same way? Do you Did understand you feel the like, words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> do you understand? Give me the pill. I want that pill. I I do, and I have put him up on a pedestal, but I'm slowly taking him off that pedestal and just realizing that I like a lot of different artists now. Yeah, that strike me in different ways and I think I'm through feeling the same way about things I guess sure. I don't know maybe that's why I'm hating on it a little bit not hating on it but just no. I feel differently about this these yeah. releases than I used to mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's my take yeah. I know it was long winded but no uh, I'm kind of trying to think about it. You've got a lot it. to say about DB. I'm talking about it and thinking about it at the same time. So. Yeah. So. I think that personally, like, I, I definitely was a bigger fan of the, the like, monthly releases. Just because I have them on vinyl and I like, throw them on here and there, and I'm just like, man, this is so fucking good. And then I listen to Blanco, and he definitely changed a lot about those tunes. And part of me loves that, but the other part of me just wants... It's like when you see a band and they change their songs and you can't sing along with it or you don't know when the drum fill's coming and you're just kind of like, oh man, like, I really wanted to hear that specific thing. Yeah, there was song. one song that had this... Yeah. In the background of it, in the first releases. Like, that that yeah. sounded like a Morrissey moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I really wanted to hear that specific melody yeah, line. Yeah, for sure. And I went, no, it's not there. Yeah. Or it was tweaked a little bit. And yeah. Yeah, I did that for sure. But I mean, like, I love the guy, man. 
like I've been a fan of I was a fan of Pedro for a long time and uh, not just to like again make this about the show but that was like because I've seen him twice I saw him here in <laughs> Slow at Lee Gold mm-hmm. which you guys were both at mm-hmm. and then we saw him again at Jeremy's in Los Osos which was super cool that I got to design the flyer for that. Mm-hmm. And they're like silk screened fly like posters. Yeah. I've got it hanging on my wall. The like the transparency mm-hmm. that he used to make the screen and like a flyer that David signed. Nice. And so it was just super cool. And I just remember specifically like sitting in the back and he's like, What should I play next? And somebody was like, Play this song and he's like, No, nah, I don't really feel like it. And then I was like Play when they get to know you. He's like, yeah, that's a fun one. I'm gonna play that one. Yeah. And it was just like this thing where I just like, it's like kind of like when I go to see you guys. I'm like, Alan, play Emily. You're like, oh fuck. Okay, I'll play it because I love you and like, I know you want to hear it. Or like, I don't know. When you go to see your friends' bands and you're like, I know these songs so well and this is what I want to hear, and you scream at your friends and they're like. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Let's do that one. Yeah. And it just felt like that where it's like all of the interactions that I've had with him, like one-on-one, have all been like just, it's kind of like this, like sitting around with a group of friends and just being like, yeah, dude, cool. Yeah. And it's not like, I've met a lot of musicians in my life that are like shitheads and like suck at communicating and like don't want to be there. And they'd rather be at home with their families. And, like, of course you would. I'm sure David would rather be at at home with his family. But he's there, and he's, like, totally in it. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, yeah. And I think that's something super cool about the fact that he does, like, so many, like, house shows. Mm -hmm. I was reading an article earlier where he was talking about the fact that he does all these house shows. And he's like, house shows aren't just for punk bands anymore. Like, it's time for us to, like, take that back and, like, really, like... Like, he does really well off of those. He he does extremely well with, like, the fact that he could just do these tours and he doesn't have to have a venue. Doesn't really even have to have, like, a... He doesn't have to have a booking agency. Like, book all of these shows. Like, he just puts it out there as, like, I need places in this town in this town and then people are like come in my house and and then you know and i'm gonna have 40 to 40 to 50 strangers come in my house but it's okay because i know you guys all like david bazan so we all have something in common yeah you know and i i wonder not to get off that subject but i wonder if like i almost feel like the mystery is gone with what? With the him. thriller's gone. With him as an artist, because he's been so open about everything, uh-huh. that it almost—I I still appreciate it. I like it, but I—you almost kind of still want some little mystery in there that kind of makes you go, "Oh, I don't really know about that." Makes me makes me intrigued to hear the next thing. I'm I'm kind of putting it next to Ryan Adams for me. Um, just with someone who's come out with so many releases Mm -hmm. but there's still so much of a like mystery thing with him and I kind of like that I kind of like having that be a part of my listening 
to somebody mm-hmm. and I'm appreciating that quality more and more and I think that, that might be why yeah. I'm saying what well I yeah I mean like it's the same kind of deal when you hear like a really intimate conversation uh, slash interview with an artist that you really respect and you're like or you know or an actor or like whatever it is that you have this idea of this like of this persona of who they are and you don't really know like everything about them there is that mystery to them and then you hear a two-hour podcast or whatever it is on that person and and you're just kind of like i don't my idea of you is so much different than who you are and you're kind of a dick or you're kind of you know you're not that bright or you're or whatever yeah. it is or like i don't relate as much as i thought i could relate to you because of the 12 songs that i heard off of your album i thought we had it like i thought that we were really close you know <laughs> it's a, and it's then such you, a strange phenomenon and like i think it was maybe like a radio lab or something maybe this american life and they talked about this and it's like where like you listen to someone or you're like a fan of someone in such an immense way that you feel like you're connected and the particular one that i was listening to is about like the singer of third eye blind Mm -hmm. and uh they ended up meeting the guy from third eye blind and just being like yeah yeah we know each other and I think his name's like Steven. Mm-hmm. He was just like, no, dude, like we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and just like totally kind of crush this person's dreams. And it's just, it's so weird to like be on the outside of something and yeah. be like, no, I totally get it. But we really don't. Like, we, I think with any type of art form, you're like, oh, I get what you're going for with that. Yeah. And like with my paintings, people have always come up to me and be like, oh yeah this is totally like this thing and I'm like that's not what I intended at all Yeah. I hope that's not like what comes across with it and it's just it's such a strange thing to think about Yeah. where you're just like these people that I idolize like I feel close to but I really don't know at all yeah which is again like one of the cool things about David like we've gotten the chance over the past few years to like meet him and spend some time with him and it can also be it can be the opposite way too like where you where you meet somebody and you're like that dude is way cooler than I even thought he could be you know or or, or you know what I mean does that make sense yeah anyway um, well yeah awesome well I guess that brings us to uh, we're gonna take a little break real quick and then we're gonna come back and do a little something called mixtapes be right back There ain't room in this town for both of us. I have to concur with that. This town's only the size of 15 men. Or 13 clips. What? Wait. Who brought this guy? I didn't bring him. Did you bring him? Hey, puppy! She didn't bring him. I brought that whore. Wait. Horse? I thought we were here to have a showdown. A showdown at the horse barn. Slow as get down to the nitty gritty. Who brought this motherfucker? I didn't bring him. 
I didn't bring him. Did you bring yourself? I took an Uber. Uh. Hey, puppy! Uber. When you need a ride to a horse down. Horse. Horse down. All right, awesome. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Listeners Club. They're bucking in the background. You know what? Why? Cause I'm gonna make a mixtape for you. For you? Gonna look cool in my new red shoes, but Ooh. they're not that new and they're covered in dirt. Cause I had a little squirt of oh, diarrhea yeah. this morning. I ate lots of veggies, can't you see? Cause I put on David B and I said, Blanco, yee! <laughs> yeah, he had those techno beats, they were rocking on the synthesizer. I ain't no miser, give you all my money. That's a good timer, yeah, down at the horse show. And we have a new clothes store in town. It's called H&M. Wanna go down? Mixtapes! <laughs> yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes. So, it's um, my album, so I'll go ahead and see what my mixtape is. Cool. My mixtape is going to be called White. Okay. And it's going to have five songs out of 15. Is it also going to have some White album yep, on there? Yep, that's exactly what it's going to have. I knew it. Yep. I knew it. Felt and it. also a little bit of that Jay-Z, uh, the Grey album, the gray the gray album. album. Yeah. <clears throat> DJ Danger Mouse. Yep. I feel like you already made a mixtape with that. With DJ Danger Mouse? With the Grey album on it. Well, Probably. Fine. I mean, it's a mixtape. Okay. Alright. Recycle. What is your mixtape, Alan, and what does it do? Uh, my mixtape is called... Soundtrack to the movie I'll never make. Cool. And I'll put one song out of twenty. Nice. This is gonna be twenty songs in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. That you'll never make. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Right. It's gonna be trouble with boys. Just so you know. Oh really? Cool. It's gonna be a sad movie. Or at least sad scene. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jobo. Hey, bud. What is your mixtape and what does it do? Uh, my mixtape is going to be called Troubled with Toys. Troubled with Toys? Sex Toys? Is it going yeah, to be... No, yeah, that's definitely what it's about. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're, uh, when your sex life gets stale and you're like, you're like, let's spice it up a bit. Let's go get some toys. Uh-huh. And the batteries die. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you're having trouble with toys. Right, you know? okay. Well, that's exactly what I thought you were saying, so... Yeah. And so, uh... I'll only put trouble with boys on it. Okay. Do you think so that, what? uh... I, th- I feel like there's room on this mixtape for the theme song from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Or Randy Newman. <laughs> Wendy Newman? <laughs> Sorry, Wendy Newman? Yeah. There's probably room on that for it. Newman's uh. own. <laughs> but yeah, I'll put Trouble with Boys on it. Because I feel like we're both going to be really sad that the batteries run out. Because mm-hmm. there's like, oh, let's try something new. This will be great. Yeah. Batteries run out. Right when you get the thing. And you're like, man, 
What are we gonna do now? Probably cry in each other's arms. No, what you should do is you should go go out and get one of those wind up sex toys, you know? Where you just wind it up and then it, it vibrates just for a little bit, then you wind it up. That's old school though. That is well really I mean old also you could just wind it up yourself. <laughs> a crank a crank dildo or really you turn the butter. <laughs> those are like those were like the original ones. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So yeah, like one out of like <clears throat> six songs because by that time you're gonna be cried out and like want to go to bed. Totally. Or just go to the store and buy some batteries. Yeah, you'll be like Aziz Ansari in uh, Master of None when they go to the store and try to get condoms. Have you guys seen Master of None? Are you talking no. about the first episode? Yeah. They try to go get Plan B. Plan B. That's what it is. And yeah. it's so awkward. He's like, I got your milk. <laughs> it's so good. I'm oh, just just batteries for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Did your uh, remote die? <laughs> nah, it's for a vibrator, dog. Woof <laughs> woof. Tough story. Woof woof. Woo hoo. Woo hoo. Riley. Yeah. All right. As if she didn't turn it off right as soon as I started talking about sad sex. Austin? Austin. Um, what is your mixtape and what does it do? Put it on... And trip out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Number five. Nice. Number five. Uh-huh. Mambo number five is probably on there. Ooh. No. I hope so. No. A little bit of Monica in my, my life. life. A little, little bit of Jessica by my side. side. A little bit of Tina's all I need. A little bit of you make me a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all love it. We love it. It's not a joke album. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. 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 Dude. So there's gonna be a lot of uh, the Grateful okay. Dead. No. Fish. Okay. So Rush. And when you're talking about tripping out, like, what kind of drugs are you doing when you're listening to this mixtape? Were you just tripping out on the lyrics? Uh, no, you're just <clears throat> tripping out being sober. You're not doing drugs to trip Rough. out to this. No, it's this music lends itself to feeling tripped out. So sure. Um. I'm gonna. Portishead's gonna be on there. Nice. Like a little bit of mushrooms, then maybe. No. No, Austin will I'll, never do I'll, mushrooms. I'll do them for myself then. Uh, and I will put two songs out of. Let's do. You don't want to trip for too long. Let's do fifteen. Two songs out of fifteen. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Austin. And Mambo number five will be on the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number six. That's, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that's when you get to the joke side of it, uh-huh. when you get to album number six. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, so if you're putting Mambo no- number five on there, are you also putting Who Let the Dogs Out? Uh, no, that's going to be on number 11. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've already worked that out. Have you guys ever heard Sister Nancy? No. Alan, you would love Sister Nancy. Have you ever heard Sister Sensei? No. Shut up. What? What? For like real it. though, Alan, Check it out. you would like Sister Nancy. Check out the song uh, Bam Bam. B-A-M-B-A-M. It's like original dub reggae. I've, I have heard of that. Yeah. Is that Father John Misty's sister? Yeah, Sister Nancy's mister. Mm-hmm. But it's the full version. Yeah. A Bam Bam. A lot of mercy. A lot of mercy. A lot of mercy. <laughs> Sounds like you're saying, Hi, Duken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what my Street Fighter character Yeah, says. you're like, let her mercy. mercy. 
Finish him! Lord have mercy. And then the Lord has mercy and he doesn't die, and you're like, damn yeah. it, that's not a good finishing. Now game. we have to fight again. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Full health. <laughs> uh, Alright, that brings us to stars. 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 Brings us to stars. Yeah. Good job, good job. Chandler. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna give this album a solid eight out of ten. Cool. Eighty. Eighty out of negative. <laughs> <laughs> that's negative. If it's over ten, it's negative for sure. That's my that's turn that my nipple line. to eleven. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, eight, eight out, out of ten. 10. I don't think it's the best Bazan album that yeah. he's done, but I definitely think it's. His second best album that he's done, probably. <laughs> cool. Until now, oh, cool. Because yeah. there's a third. No, but well, he has four solo albums right now, right? He has Care, Blanco, Strange Negotiations, Strange Negotiations, Cursor Branches, Branches, and oh. the little. I guess it's an EP, but it has ten songs because it has five songs and then five songs done acoustically. And he did the Christmas album. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But cool. I'm going to say, yeah, it's probably my second favorite solo bazaar. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Cool. Right. Illuminasty. Cool, 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 How many cool. Illuminasty cool. uh, um, stars? I'm going to give it a seven out of eleven. Is that a hard? Seven out of turn that nipple to eleven. Mm-hmm. Is that like a solid uh, score or is that? Oh, it's rock solid. Or is it like a soft score? Uh, solid. Okay. Yeah. Right it was like, it was real hard at first, but then like, kind of like weren't into it, so it like got a little soft. Yeah, I, I thought you but were But then it turned around score. and you got hard again. So- I'm lost. Soft score. Soft. Soft score porn? Soft score. Yeah, never mind. Cool. <laughs> Late night stars, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> stars, we're doing start. Fuck me, right? Jeez. Fuck me, right? Oh, so you're watching Stars, the TV channel. distributor channel. channel, yeah. Channel. Yeah. And, and I'm watching soft score. And watching soft score. 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 <laughs> and I gave it a bent wiener seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Is gonna say your, something your, okay. real embarrassing about one of my friends right now, and I hope they don't listen to this. Uh, we used to have boys' night out at my place when I was younger with like my cousin Nick and Max, Garland, Jake, like all those boys would come over. We'd order pizza and we'd stay up all night, like fucking around. And, <laughs> Glad you put around. Yeah, no, not <laughs> right fucking. <after> <laughs> and, and so my parents would be in bed, so we'd just like throw on some softcore in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being throw transparent it on. here. Throw it on, just throw it on. Throw it on. You're being yeah. David Bazan right now. I'm being so transparent. There's no mystery. Ding! Yeah, and so there was one night in particular that I remember so fucking clearly because there was a softcore porn on stars called Lesbian Vampire... Wait, what was it? Lesbian Chocolate Vampires? Mmm, yummy. And it's exactly what it fucking sounds like. It was lesbians that were covered in chocolate... Eating each other out with like vampire teeth. Are you sure it was chocolate? I'm not sure. It wasn't two girls. Wasn't two girls? Okay. No. And I remember Jake, like, we were all in the other room, and I remember Jake sitting in the room just like transfixed (laughs) by this. And then, like, a couple days. Oh, Jake under the bus. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) He knows I love him. 
Yeah. I, no, I totally uh, yeah, did say it. Earlier you did, yeah. I yeah. said it twice. But <laughs> I remember okay, that this he... This just got a whole hell of a lot better. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to hang out with me. Like, three days later, came and found out what happened. Oh, I don't know how. He told him. But they are like, yeah, you can't hang out with Joey anymore. Hmm. All because of <laughs> chocolate lesbian vampires. Which was soft score. Soft score. Yeah. Uh, so what are you gonna rate? <laughs> what are you gonna rate it? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Cool. Just because I like the monthlies better. Okay. Personally, like, I just have a soft spot for the way that he recorded them. Stop. <laughs> I, I I feel very strongly about the way that he recorded them originally. Yeah. And so for me, like Blanco's really fucking great, but. Like we were talking about before, like there were just things that I wanted to hear out of it that I recognized from the originals that weren't on this album. Yeah. So I'll give it a five out of ten. Cool. Five out of ten. All right. Al Doggy Star. Uh, seven out of ten. Seven out. That's would I, recommend. <laughs> would recommend. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. I feel like would. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like the time that Chandler was laughing about I think we said like shaft or something. And Chandler just like died over it. <laughs> Alright, awesome. Well that brings us to Morrissey moment. There's a bird outside my window and he's crying for me and I ask myself why little bird are you crying I don't know Nice, Morrissey moment. That was the best Morrissey moment I think you've ever done. Really? Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. it I feel great. like I was not, I was losing Morrissey and getting more into a different... Uh, you channeled, think, you channeled No, Morrissey you channeled pretty, it. Pretty I think the, mo- like, the most impressive part of it is that you were hanging like three quarters the way out of your seat the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... <laughs> you have to get in weird positions when you yeah. sing like Morrissey. Yeah. I had my shirt open. <laughs> You had a rose in your mouth. We had flowers that we were whipping at you. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Uh, Cool, awesome. And we calling anyone? Um, Let's do pitchfork. Yeah, let's do pitchfork. Pitchfork. You say your pitchfork rating, and you are masturbating. It wasn't rated. It wasn't rated? Nope, nope. Not rated. Pitchfork First zero? Pitchfork <laughs> First hates zero? David Bazan. Yeah, definitely. Because he's good and Pitchfork sucks. Uh-huh. Dicks. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't say that on record. You might work for them next year. I I mean, I'm going to put on a resume, probably, right. because yeah. I've got super high fucking scores. Yeah. and Three this, weeks in I a row. I'm pretty sure, but... I'm pretty sure I'm the lowest score. How does that happen? You did this shit on purpose. No, I didn't. I absolutely didn't. No, oh, fuck Alan. You. Well, not with the zero. Oh, all right, let's no. save that. You know. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying. I have a. I have a hunch. All right. It's not the, the who we, Notre who we Dame. Calling? <laughs> Football team? No, the no, hunchback. College? Of, yeah. The hunchback of college? Stop. Just, should I stop? Just okay. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Uh, cool. Uh, well, that was Pitchfork. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like it's probably a good time to introduce our guests. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm a little late. Sorry, guys. So our guest this week is Peter Pete has Lopava. come on, on Brett's yeah, short. This was, he, was, uh, he was taking the theme to a whole nother level of just being quiet the whole time. Yeah, I was listening. I, I transcended it. Yes. Yeah, but you loved it. You I loved did it. love it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Welcome, Pete. <laughs> yeah, welcome. So what's going on? What are you guys doing here? Are you recording a show or something? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is that what this big microphone is in the middle of the table? Yeah. Oh, cool. That looks like a... Dude, stop. what is your problem You're like stuck penises. on the dick thing. I am? Yeah, you You're like Jonah it? Hill yeah. and, and Superbad right now. Yeah, don't bring up Superbad. Just don't bring it up, because I might cry. Last week we said... I that. heard that episode. Did you? And he's like, I cried at Superbad, man. Like, when he left. When he left for college, it was really... I was like, oh, God. I, oh, dude, it was a very... And then I very... unsubscribed from the podcast. Good. Spoiler Honestly. alert, we cry a lot. A lot of our stories have to do with oh, crying. Like, so many that. times that we've talked about crying that's a new drinking game every time we talk about crying just drink a whole drink so i was thinking about the movie that i cried at recently was wreck it ralph uncontrollable really (laughs) (laughs) like ugly child crying where you're like in your room and you're like punching the air ugly crying (laughs) 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 you wreck it ralph when he when he like when he goes down into the volcano at the very end, he has his fist out and he's just clutching his thing with his other hand. He's just like, "I'm, I'm bad, but that's good." And and he's just like reciting the whole thing as he's gonna go die to sacrifice himself. I haven't or, seen it. I don't know if I want oh, to. Oh God! Now. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, no. And you're like, wreck Ralph. You wrecked me. No, and then <laughs> and then my kid is in the in the theater. We, we saw it in the theater. I'd cried to it recently a number of times um, on on Blu-ray. But he looked at me. He was just like, "Are you crying?" I was like, "It's even." No, sick. shut up! Don't look at me. You're crying. Me. You're no, crying. Yeah. You're crying. What are you talking about? It's even sadder on Blu-ray. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad in theaters, but when you watch it on Blu-ray, it's extra sad. Yeah. The the clarity makes up for the size of the screen kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Of sadness. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But they do give you a convenience. Your tears get smaller too. My, with yeah, the, the tears are smaller, but they're high def and it actually <laughs> they give you that little clamshell thing just to capture all of oh, them yeah. to put Yeah. <laughs> to put your tears. To put your tears in the and little Blu-ray yeah. thing. Yeah, put your put your tears in the clam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Come on. He's a clamshell. I'm just going Come on. Am I the only guy who's ever cried into a woman's vagina before? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really no, of course I'm not. I'm just like Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one? Want to say what's coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I didn't wait. Chris Tucker. Did we multiple ways? I did channel all of them. Yeah, yeah you did. Uh, all right, awesome. Um, no, we're not going to call anybody this week uh, because we we did We just called Pete. Because you're wearing shorts. My mom doesn't listen to it. Because I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> My mom doesn't listen to uh, David Bazan. And she Though probably shouldn't she listen should. to this either. Uh, no, no. I'll <laughs> no, no, no. I've had people who I like absolutely do not want them to listen to. I've listened my legitimately podcast. to four episodes with my parents. Oh, really? Of the listeners on a road How, trip. What do they think? They thought it was great. Cool. They really enjoyed That's themselves. Awesome. Even though I'm being a dirty fucking bastard like 99% of the time. Yeah, What's yeah. talking? <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, pegging? I had, uh, oh, I had somebody who I definitely did not want to listen to anything from this podcast. And he was like, well, oh, well, how do, how do I listen to it? And I, and I knew he didn't have a smartphone, so I was like, 
Oh, you have to have a, you have to have a smartphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can't. It's a, it's a it's a there's a it's RSS. It's feed. a big thing. It's an RSS feed. Do you know yeah. what that is? Do you have no, an RSS should... reader? <laughs> right. It's binary. You gotta have code. an RSS you reader. You're not gonna have to. Sorry. It's four hundred dollars a month. Ah, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's why we only have like six listeners. Uh, then he got then he got a, uh, a smartphone and I was like, please don't ask me again. Please don't ask me again. <laughs> anyway, I know. You, I know, you know who, who it is. I know, you know who. who? who? Who um, okay, cool. Well, um, thank you guys for joining it, joining us this week. Joining us, Patty's Day. Um, <laughs> and next week uh, is Alan's pick, and it is Andy Shouth, the party. Yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because of how much Joey loves it. So we'll, we'll see. You did you did us good this week with Pine Grove, so I'm gonna have well, to. Well, technically it was last week, but yeah. Oh sure. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, this, this, this week. Cycle. Yeah, sure. Um, like awesome. That. What? I like that. What, Pine Grove? No, we're all like into the cycle, you know? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. our cycles have like lined synced. up. We've synced. We've, We've synced. We've definitely synced. We've synced our cycles. You. We've synced our cycles. What? You. What are you talking about? Wait. It's what natural. are you talking about? Does that nipple go to 11? part of life. <laughs> You've just turned into 11. All right. You're drunk. Goodbye, Lo. To the love of music. <laughs> to the sounds that move us. To the love of David Bazan. <laughs> and to the feelings David Bazan provides. Mm. To David Bazan. David Bazan, David Bazan, David Bazan. <laughs> it starts sounding weird after a while. This is Bazan, this is Bazan. These have Bazan. Oh, God, put a spoon in his mouth. He's Ooh. seizing. <laughs> a Frenchman. Put more thing. Never mind. David Bazan. Wait. David Bazan. David Bazan. David Bazan. Ding, 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 ding,